<laughs> Welcome to Gutter Trash episode 382, Batman White Knight by Sean Murphy with Matt Hollingsworth and Todd Klein. Hey, yeah. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. I'm glad you mentioned Todd Klein's name. Yeah, he deserves it. <clears throat> He's awesome. He is. Probably top three letters working in comics today. So Dave Sim <laughs> and John Byrne and John Byrne. <laughs> I don't know. Would you consider Dave Sim working in comics today? Oh, okay, probably not. Because um, he has got a book coming out every but, month, but it's all like it's all recycled art, and I think he barely. I think he writes maybe like a third of the jokes or uh, whatever in there. Yeah. Could you call them jokes? Huh. I think I think that's what they are. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I, th- I, th- I feel like our deductive reasoning has come to the conclusion that he is not currently working, working in comics right, yeah. today. Yeah, that's so. true. So the best three letters are Todd Klein, Ben Hobbs, and who's the third one? John Byrne. John Byrne. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who I guess you could also argue is not working in comics currently. All right. <laughs> so Todd Klein is the undisputed champion. Yeah. Nice. And Ben Hobbs. And Ben Hobbs, yeah. <laughs> For those of you who may not know, Ben Hobbs is uh, the guy that does like a large percentage of the the new service thing service in hell yeah including some of the lettering some of the cover jokes and some of the like minor artwork uh soon to be some of the major artwork i think there's an issue coming up where he draws a good percentage of it but uh yeah it's uh it's weird yeah it's oh because we know him yes yeah. there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, yeah he shops at my work and he's the brother of one of our former co-workers and yeah it's one day i just saw his name in the previews and i was like that's funny that this guy who shops my work um has the same name as a guy who's working on service that's what a coincidence <laughs> but but it turns out it was the same dude yeah and we'll say no more all right, <laughs> Batman White Knight. Here it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Todd Klein is a douchebag or just uh, sign language. What? I couldn't believe it. That's. Uh, You're really bad at sign language. Maybe that's not what you meant. It's true. I am trying to learn sign language so that I never have to speak again. Oh, that's yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, probably will go poorly for the podcast. I don't know. Could be better. <laughs> fair, um, but totally fair. Wouldn't your carpal tunnel like play into the the complexity of? Uh, I, I suppose if like you know in the middle of a sign, if I have a severe hand cramp, that could probably yeah. yeah you like stop and you like just do that thing where you like stretch all your fingers yeah, at once, yeah. and then someone like some lady uh, you know like <laughs> presses her her eyes are really wide, and she presses her. You know, her, her palms to her cheeks and surprise that you've said something so terrible. I don't know what that means. But Me neither. Yeah. I know a little sign language, but not enough to uh, 
to carry on a big conversation. Yeah, I, I know none. Like um, when I was like in the second grade, I had like one of those little booklets that like showed you the key. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know that was uh, that was thirty some years yeah, ago. That was a while back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I actually like it a lot. Yeah. But uh, I haven't practiced it in so long that I don't remember ninety percent of it. So. Yeah. I know uh, some of the clients that I work with uh, at uh, We Care Arts uh, use it occasionally. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. For some of them, that's like their only way of communicating. Right. Uh, their primary language. Yeah. At uh, least. And, and uh, like one in particular, like my the, the one that I work with directly for the most part, he like he's nonverbal. Yeah. Uh, but like I don't think he even does sign language, but he does understand sign language. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, because I've seen people sign to him, and and he acknowledges it in his own way, right? Uh, and but at the same time, he also hears. So like you can just talk to him, and he understands what you're, you know, telling him. Sure. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. He just has trouble like. Communicating with words, I guess. So. Uh, like I mean, I wouldn't say trouble communicating. That that implies that he has some capability of communicating. Oh, okay, he, he does not. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Other than making fart noises, which I find adorable and hilarious. I do too. Like in <laughs> most cases. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Occasionally not, but mostly. Yeah, yeah. Uh so this is all us talking about Batman. It's all leading up. Yeah, you you might think that this talk of fart noises is uh, just a, you know an unprofessional thing that doesn't have any bearing on the story. But once you get to the end of issue eight, you'll know why we talked about all the farting. Oh man, it's a big old fart fest there, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. They, farting on the bat signal. They, they call it Joker gas for a reason. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, so this book is about a year old-ish. Uh, ish. Like, it started about a year ago. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I think, yeah. It's probably more accurate. But uh, it's kind of one of those unique uh, Marvel or DC books where one dude writes and draws the whole thing. Yeah, that's kind of kind of a rarity. It is, uh, at least these days. Yeah, uh, I think that's something that was a little bit more common in the '80s and maybe even the '90s a little bit. But but uh, over the last ten to fifteen years, I'd say that's been not as common, unless you're like. Neil Adams or somebody who's well, got sure. a, who's got a out huge, of your prime, right? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say who's had a name, oh, yeah, a huge, okay. huge name forever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, Sean Murphy is clearly not out of his prime, not out of his prime. But um, I, I'm surprised that he has uh, garnered that sort of, you know, like those doors have been opened to him to 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 write and draw a Batman miniseries by himself. Yeah, it is. A little odd. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's been kicking around for quite a while, and, and certainly, you know, deserves a good reputation because mm-hmm. he's a fucking great artist. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, 
This is our third Sean Murphy book that we've reviewed, at least. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's right. Joe the Barbarian, written by Grant Morrison, and then uh, his very own uh, Punk Rock Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And and I know he's he's done some other stuff here and there, uh, obviously. Tokyo Uh, Ghost. Tokyo Ghost and... uh, yeah, uh, oh, the wake, the wake, wake. with uh, Scott Snyder. Um, it's a lot of DC stuff. A lot of DC stuff. Uh, I know he did a couple of at least shorter stints on Hellblazer uh, back when when that was a viable thing that I loved mm-hmm. uh, instead of the soulless uh, Halloween costume version of John Constantine that's been kicking around. Ah. Not bitter. Of course not. not upset. No. Um, yeah, and then his own indie stuff too, like Off Road, I believe, mm-hmm. is something that he did once. Uh, yeah, he's got a he's got a bibliography. He does. He does indeed. Uh, but it, it's cool to to see. It's cool to see, not only someone like him be given, you know the keys to a character like Batman to just sort of do what he wants, but to not have it adhere to any sort of continuity or, or, you know, fit within, you know, the parameters of, you know, everything else that DC has published. Yeah. Like, like their universe events. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, not having to make a big hubbub of, you know, well, we're giving him his own special imprint. Yeah, you know, right. It's yeah. not a black label thing or whatever. Right, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't say anything on the cover to let you know that this is separate from, you know, overall DC continuity. Right. But it is. Like, it doesn't tie oh, yeah. anything. Because I think the the biggest thing, and uh, mostly why this book sucks, is that Batman wears a different costume. Huh. He does. And the Joker has a name. Oh, yeah. Uh, just ah, fuck Sean Murphy and fuck this book I hated it it's <laughs> trash <laughs> and this has been uh, episode 380 something <laughs> two <laughs> three <to> two <laughs> so why is this book called Batman White Knight that people want to know because uh, it's usually you think of Batman as the Dark Knight yeah uh, cause, uh, so, I mean, yeah, this is not a spoiler. This was pretty much the solicitation copy for right. the entire series. Yeah. Uh, the Joker gets cured. Yeah. And, and like very early on in the first issue. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he, he becomes sane and, uh, decides that, uh, Batman's kind of a problem. Yeah. Right. And, uh, he basically goes on a, uh, a campaign to uh, basically, in not a particular what you would consider the Joker way, right. uh, but but in a more uh, political way, get rid of Batman. Right. Yes. Because yeah. <clears throat> he basically sees Batman as a thug and a terrorist, and I think a key element to that is Batman does go kind of off the deep end when he's when he's uh, battling the Joker. Sure. And he is caught on video, you know, because everybody's got their cell phones out. Right. Um, so he's caught on video kind of taking things in 
you know, kind of blurring the lines between what's right and wrong and in his attempts to stop the Joker. And uh, people people start to uh, realize that maybe Batman um, is kind of a detriment to their way of living yeah. on occasion. Yeah. To their safety and, uh, you know, and, and the Joker, also, or Jack Napier, is uh, is right that, you know, they need to eradicate him. Yeah. Which is interesting because usually, like Batman, you know, there's been a lot of stories in the past where Batman was sort of uh, vilified or whatever, or just not understood, but it's kind of not been that way for a while. So it's kind of interesting to see, to see him put back in that situation. Yeah. Uh, and even in those other stories, it's, it's never been quite in, you know, the terms of, of it is as it is in right. the story. Yeah, it's yeah. more like, usually it's like early on in his career and they don't understand him or right, right. they fear him or whatever. But this one's like, Hey, he's actually just fucking wrong here. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. So, uh. I had a I had a bit of a a roller coaster of of uh, opinions as I was reading this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when the first issue came out. I I read like the first two or three uh, as they came out during one of my many futile attempts to try to keep up with oh, what I'm buying. I know, right? It's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> and, and I had enjoyed them quite a bit, and you know. Then, as they started falling behind, you know, or I started falling behind, you know, I was like, well, I'll just wait till the series ends, right. et cetera. You know, uh, so I read them all, you know, again as one batch and, uh, did not enjoy the first couple of issues as much as I did, uh, you know, the first time that I read them. Like, you liked them better when they were spaced out. Yeah. Um, and, it could be also that, you know, as you said, this came out about a year ago was when this first started coming out. Uh, the, the the landscape of the comic industry has shifted a bit since that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and me being, you know, online as much as I am because I have nothing else going on in my life, uh, you know, have been witness to some pretty horrible things that have happened in the comic industry online. Mm-hmm. Uh, like political... Politically, things, yeah. especially, yeah. yeah. And uh, there was a lot of stuff in those first couple of issues that just really didn't sit well with me. Oh, yeah? yeah. And again, this is one of those things where, you know, I think a, a mistake that a lot of people do make online is that, you know, if they read a comic by a certain creator, they then, you know, if there's a political message, you know, spoken by one of the characters, you know, they then tend to ascribe that exact political thought pattern to the creator right it's like that person speaking instead of the characters right yeah Yeah. whether you know it's it's true or not you know because you know i guess i mean the job of the writer is to be able to present multiple points of view right uh but i did have a bit of a hard time 
separating, you know, some, you know, stuff that I have read about, you know, Comicsgate and and some of that ilk uh, within these pages. Hmm. Like, like it was kind of hard for me to to separate Sean Murphy from you know, some of the political views of some of the characters in yeah, this okay. book. Yeah, yeah I, did, I didn't ever... I hadn't thought about that. I don't, You're also not... On the internet. Yeah, as, as much, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and just a lot of the language that was used is a lot of the same language that I see comic skaters spout. Okay. Uh, and, and as far as I know, Sean Murphy is not pro comics skates from you know from what I remember of, of seeing like his Twitter feed or whatever right uh, but he he has had the occasional you know skewed view but everybody does sure uh, <clears throat> but but just I don't know it was hard for me to tell if he was actually trying to get across like his actual political point of view or if he was just telling the story. So which character was it that was saying? It's like, mostly like the media characters okay. uh, that, that I have that yeah. issue with a lot, but uh, even the Jack, Jack Napier, okay. uh, throughout the story, occasionally you know, said some of the same stuff. Uh, Duke Thomas uh, also occasionally uh, had some of the same rhetoric and, and it was just you know uneasy at times for me yeah because the media there's a there's a pair of media people in this book that they kind of keep returning to and it's it's like a woman of color and an old white dude yeah and and they do sort of have opposing views on on the things that jack is doing in gotham and his intentions and right um and it does seem sort of like the old white guy has the old white guy kind of voice. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't tell if that's just, you know, a reflection of what Sean Murphy sees in the media or if he, or yeah, I didn't even think about that though. Yeah. That being a comic skatish thing. But that said, at around like issue four, so about like the halfway points, like I kind of stopped really paying attention to that aspect of the book right and just sort of focusing more on just sort of the straight up you know batman of it all right and uh by the end of it i just found myself really enjoying just just a straight up batman action story yeah yeah uh because I mean, it, I mean, it is somewhat a political book, but you know, at the same time, it is, you know, like I mean, you know, there, there are like every bat villain is in this yeah. story. Yeah, I mean, some of them have pretty small, uh, small screen sure, time yeah. or whatever, but uh, yeah, they're all there. Uh, and it does focus a lot on on uh, uh, Jack Napier and Harley Quinn. You know, just sort of almost legitimately becoming good people yeah, yeah they're, they're trying yeah yeah they really like because at first you know you're a little 
leery, like, is this just some Joker plan where he, you know. Right. But no, like, you know, because it's not all, the the story isn't told really from Batman's point of view. It's mostly told from Jack's point of view. Yeah. And, and Harley. So you see a lot of them, you know, operating on their own. And you can tell, like, you know, they actually are legitimately, you know, being honest that this is a, they want to fix things and they care about the the people of Gotham. Right. Um, there's also, you know, you know, some, uh, I, I, w- I don't want to say ulterior motives, but, you know, things come into play later that, that they've also been, you know, working on, but it, you know, it doesn't negate that they were actually sincere right. about, about helping Gotham. It's, they you just, know, they just kind of, just like Batman, sometimes they go about things in a way that, uh, you know, blurs the lines. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but I didn't really like the story. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of it, but I, I found it to be kind of boring and like a little, a little confusing as far as because there's so many different characters doing, I don't know, with, with the different agendas, but it didn't seem, it didn't mesh as well as like, I don't know, I, I kind of hoped it would right. for, for being as complex. There, there are some aspects of the story that I felt probably could have been trimmed and yeah. not really affected too much. Right. It could have been tightened up a little bit. Yeah, like like the entire Mr. Freeze Nazi <laughs> subplot. That, that was one of the main things that bothered me. I was like, yeah. it really felt like they gave it enough time early on that you're like, this is going to have some sort of major payoff. And, you know, his, I mean, he did come into play as far as, you know, his role in the story, but it just, yeah, it just felt, it felt like it it was like a first draft of that, of of his character being in the script, right? And that not really tightened up. Um, um, yeah, uh, let's see. I totally did not like any aspect of the Neo Joker storyline. Yeah, that's another thing that could have been cool. I so I I think Sean Murphy is a fan fantastic artist uh-huh. and like i think if he drew every comic uh there'd be more improvement than there would be uh you know detriment sure but at the same time i i wish somebody else would have wrote this book like i wish he would have like pitched his idea right to like one of his writer friends and they would have been like oh, i can do that yeah. yeah but i mean i loved punk rock jesus that was so much better yeah, yeah. story-wise yeah. so you know, I, I could see why, you know, at least after that, an editor would be like, fuck yeah, yeah do whatever yeah. you want, dude. I agree. You yeah. Uh, but it could have used definitely some tightening and, and uh, you know, maybe maybe a, a Scott Snyder or a Tom King just lending a hand and yeah. saying, yeah, like co writing it. Yeah. 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 But, but Grant Morrison. That would have been great. Oh, that would have been so much better. Yeah. And like they worked together before. Exactly. But I, I think. He's one of the few people, though, that I think I could read eight eight issues. That's another thing. This could have been four or five issues. Yeah. 
Um, but I do think Sean Murphy is one of the few people that could have had me read this eight issue story that I didn't like and still say, I love this book because it is fucking beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it is like, there's like 40 of these pages could be posters on my wall and I'd be happy. Right. Right. It's awesome looking. Uh, it's, so, so my few and futile, you know, attempts at ever at trying to be a comic book artist, you know, the thing that uh, I have always hated the most in, in, in attempting to draw are cars. Cars. Vehicles. They're, they're kind of hard. Yeah. And backgrounds. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and, and one aspect of that is that, you know, It's hard to draw a car chase in a comic book. You know? Oh yeah, like 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 I specifically remember like reading in like an old interview in Wizard Magazine. You know, uh, you know uh, about you know an artist talking about like you know I'm I'm gonna attempt to to do you know a car chase well in comic books. You know, because it's just not a thing that you ever saw much of. Right. And uh, I think Sean Murphy is the guy that perfected that. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome because yeah. there are multiple car chase scenes throughout this entire series, uh, leading up to you know just just a climactic scene where it's like every single Batmobile. Oh, I know. And oh, like if I could get a boner any more these <laughs> days. Like I would have had one there. Yeah, that, those were <laughs> some great scenes with like yeah, yeah, got like the uh, he even includes like the '60s Batmobile, yep. the Michael Keaton Batmobile. Like, yeah, there's some great Batmobile art in this yeah. in this book, and, and it makes me wonder. When I was reading those scenes, I actually thought about that. I was like, has he has he done storyboard work? Because it really does have like it has like a good screen like a movie screen uh car chase motion type feel to it right like it doesn't really feel like you know what you see in comics for for you know scenes of car chases right it's really well done it's so well done guy draws a fucking amazing car i know (laughs) oh i know yeah even like just some of the normal cars oh yeah yeah oh man but it was like like looking at some of those pages was like like it almost inspired me to want to draw like a car or two right yeah there's even i think there's a scene where the the neo joker and the mad hatter are just parked in a van yeah and like the the settings like panel is just like a picture of the the back of that van i was like i remember lingering on that and i was like wow the back of that van is perfect <laughs> I mean, it kind of took me out of the flow of the story for a minute, sure. but yeah, it's yeah, he's he's incredible. Yeah, uh, I do say, I I think the origin aspect of Neo Joker is clever. Yeah, and and kind of a good fuck you to you know <laughs> right. current comic books. Yeah, because it's about Harley Quinn and how it kind of explains. How, how uh, she changed so drastically without really having any sort of like 
you know, they never really addressed it in the comics. Right, right. Uh, but like every other aspect of, of her in this story, just, oh man, it was just tedious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I really didn't, didn't love the writing or, yeah. or the pace or like pretty much anything about the story I did not love. Like it, it wasn't horrible. No, not but, at all. But, I I think if someone other than him had drawn it, like somebody that was just kind of like one of those, you know, journeyman DC artists that just work and you don't know their name, but like they do a fine job, I think I would have wanted to bail on this halfway through. Uh, Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. Um, I do one of the things that, you know, like I said, uh, after... I started rereading it and uh, just sort of getting put off by some of the political aspects of it. Uh, And also a little bit of the maybe overt fanboy love to Dark Knight Returns. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, some of that stuff, you know, just didn't sit well with me, mostly just out of more annoyance than anything else. Right. Uh... I actually, in my head, managed to turn that around and and begin to enjoy it for what it was, uh, just just through my own filter. Like I don't know if that was you know if it's anything like what Sean Murphy was thinking when he was doing this book, but you know, like I've long held the theory that you know Frank Miller's Dark Knight uh, series is sort of like. And let's take the 60s Batman and, you know, make him old and dark and grizzled. Right. Uh, I sort of started looking at this book as Sean Murphy taking the Batman, the animated series Batman, and doing a Dark Knight with that. Okay, yeah. Where it was, you know, that version of Batman really dark and old and grizzled. Right. Because I, f- I feel like Batman is supposed to be, like, in his 50s of yeah, this. Yeah, he looks a little older. Like, he's... Yeah. And he's definitely got that, you kids get off my lawn, kind of, like, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, things have happened to him, and he's just tired. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then, you know, of course, the fact that both stories also, you know, revolve a little bit around uh, Jason Todd a little, uh, right. or at least an aspect of it. Uh, but looking at at it through you know that filter, whether I'm wrong or right, like helped me enjoy it more. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, and, and ultimately, it's definitely not the best Batman comic I've ever read, but it is. It's one of the best drawn. It's definitely one of the best drawn for sure. Like top two. Batman it, it's, it's incredible. The yeah. art is just incredible. Yeah. Like, it's not just good. Like, I'll totally buy the sequel. Yeah, it seems like that's the other thing, too, is is it really... I mean, there's some closure, but it has one of those endings where you're like, oh, okay, I guess the, it's leading into a second series. Yeah. Curse of the White Knight coming out sometime eventually. Oh, it is? That's what's oh, like. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. A- Azrael plays a part in it. What? Yeah. But it's all Sean Murphy. Yep. And, the, you know, Matt Hollingsworth and Todd Klein. Oh, probably. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, although I think I read something he's 
Murphy is doing something, another Batman story with uh, Scott Snyder at some point. Hmm. Yeah, I, I might be interested in that. Yeah, but I mean, I'll get both as long as Sean I, Murphy is drawing it. I'll at least look at the next series. I don't know if I'll read it. Like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I'll read it. Yeah, but I'll definitely buy it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because. <laughs> Because his art's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. He does He does great cityscapes, crowd scenes, action sequences. It's not just like... One character or, work. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not just one or two things he's good at. Great splash pages. Uh, there's some... Like, there's a splash page of, like, the Joker in a library reading, and... Wow. It's just oh, incredible. Yeah. Yep. Or, like, Jeez. there's, like, a three silent panels of... Um, you know, the quote-unquote camera moving through, like, the subterranean area of the Batcave or the Wayne Manor, and just seeing all the different lightings and the doorways and passages, it's just, like, he is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, if if you want an art lesson, definitely buy this comic. Yeah. 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 If you want to learn how to do action and draw cars and awesome-looking cities and Right. Just whatever. Perfect fucking art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Yeah. And uh if you want you know a really good Batman story, um maybe maybe read something different. Yeah. 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 Uh go watch Batman the animated series. Although to his credit, what what else can you I mean what what can you really do with Batman now? I mean it like even if it's a good story it's probably a story you've read a dozen times if you read a lot of Batman. This is something that you've brought up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I I am, like, growing tired of reading these characters. I still like them, but I feel like I feel like it's all been done. Because even on this, like, it kind of, like, it feels like it's way different. And I would like to have seen the story end with Batman rotting away in prison. You sure. Know? But, but. Like, it always has to go back to the status quo. Yeah. Even yeah. when it's out of continuity. I know, and that yeah. bugs me. That really does. Yeah. But, I don't know. So, I challenge you out there, people, to write a good Batman story that is completely refreshing and new and different. And more bat dick. More bat dick. That was what this was lacking. That's the one thing Sean Murphy didn't have, was the foresight to draw some foreskin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Take a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sure. laughs>
Welcome back to the podcast. That's us. Yeah. What's happening? Hey. Just, just sucking on a mint. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. So, I apologize to the listener. Oh. Because well. it could get gross. Oh. Oh, <laughs> there you go, guys. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about <laughs> one of your favorite things about the book that we forgot to mention. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I think in every issue? At least more than one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, man. Uh, DC apparently made some sort of deal with Snickers. And the devil. And the devil. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, this is all I'm going to say. Is uh, back in the day when Hostess had their famous comic character featuring ads. Right. Yeah. At least they were they were good. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, they were also clearly distinguished as ads. Yeah. Uh, and despite the fact that uh, these were drawn by some of those uh, journeyman no-name DC artists that you were talking about earlier. Right. Who are very distinguishable between, you know, Sean Gordon Murphy. Every fucking time. <laughs> I was reading a page of Sean Gordon Murphy art, and then I looked to the next page, and I'd be reading a fucking Snickers ad. And you'd get, like, a panel or two in before you realize it's a Snickers ad. Yep. You know. I'm just like, okay, I don't know why the Flash is in this all of a sudden. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's jarring because, you know, the top portion of the page doesn't let you know that it's an ad. It just yep. has panels. And yep. You start reading it because you're in the middle of the story of panels that you read in the comic. And then, yeah, all of a sudden you realize you've been duped. Yep. Maybe, maybe the old hostess ads were even buffered by, like other ads yeah so that you right. know that it's an ad or it'd be like after the story sometimes i think sometimes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this it's a little more nefarious it feels like what they're doing now yeah yeah and uh also they're not good no no like like even the hostess ads were at least slightly clever at times it makes me not want to buy a snickers too i don't want to buy snickers anyway because i kind of hate snickers oh, really i love them yeah but I only steal them now after reading these ads. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've already paid for them. Well, sure. With your soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm not a fan of peanuts. I'm not a fan of chocolate. I am not a fan of caramel. Mm. And, uh, but you put them together and you love it. And put them together and that's a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it also possibly stems from the fact that uh, for years... Uh, my dad just had a stash of Snickers, uh, just in the living room. His so, mustache uh, made of Snickers? He did. Wow. Yeah. He just kept it on his upper lip. Yep. But only in the living room. Huh. Yeah. Huh. If he went to any other room in the house, he would take it off. Wow. Yeah. Are, what do you, like, reapply? Like a Twix stash from, uh... From room, room to room, yeah, different yeah, candies. Huh, yeah, nice. Twix, uh, Nestle's Crunch. What yeah. is any wild card that guy was? Is as far as I know, he's, he's still, still alive. Well, I mean, I didn't know he's still doing that. Oh, yeah, it's possible he's yeah, still doing okay. that. Yeah, I cool. haven't been to his house in three years. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not 
I don't like those ads, so yeah, do not do not like them. Yeah. Didn't they do a different one? Who? What was it that had the half-page ads? Remember those? Oh, right Twix, left Twix. Yeah. Yep, was it with, it was Twix? Yeah, I believe so. Oh. Yep. yep. Mm. Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah. No, they're bad. Ads are bad. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying, too, on the break. I was like, I might just sell my run of White Knight on eBay and then pick up the trade because there's no ads. Yep. So... Um, even if I like lose like a buck in that whole endeavor, I might do that. I think it'd be it's worth, almost it. worth it just to get the no ads. Mm-hmm. You know what I absolutely will do if it happens? If there's a black and white version of this book that comes out. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. I will absolutely trade these issues in for, for that. Nothing against Matt Hollingsworth. No, nothing at all. He's a, he's a great colorist, yeah. and the colors in this book are great. Yeah, they are, actually. But uh, yeah, I like me some black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's just the way it is. Just the way I am. I wonder if you could just soak them in bleach. You want to try that? Okay. I might get the color yeah. out. Yeah. Sure? Yeah, let's do that. Since you're just going to sell yours on eBay anyway, can we use yours? Sure. Yeah. All right. I'll just, like, I might have to mention that in the eBay thing, like, slightly well, soaked in bleach. Yeah. <laughs> Some minor shelf wear and bleach throughout. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm good. I'm yeah. tired. And I think I'm getting a cold. Uh, I'm sorry so my, throat, my throat hurts. Yeah, the weather's been a piece of shit lately. So it's yeah. been a lot of back and forth. Here. Yeah, I actually like a lot of the weather we've had re- recently. Like the rain, sure the sun's not been out. I know. I don't like that thing. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I think it's caused me to get a little. Uh, my immune system's a little haggard right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it was like 65 like three days ago, and then uh, you know the next day there was like three inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, so it's, it's jarring. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> it's like the Snickers ad of life. <laughs> Other than that, I'm good. Yeah. 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 You? You? Well, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, started a new job. Nice. Yeah. So so I'm I'm, I'm employed again. That's great. Yeah. Not not full time employed, but but. I I am twice part time employed. That's enough to equal full time employed. That's great, but with none of the benefits. And but you don't have to drive super far away every day. Not is, really. Uh, so so the main job, which is four days a week, six hours a day, uh, is in a city called Englewood, uh, which is. About twenty minutes north of here, isn't it? Sorta, yeah. yeah. So, so this is the thing. Like you know, uh, the easiest route to get there from my place is to take highways, and it takes about twenty minutes, and it's about twenty-four miles. Or I can take all back roads and go through downtown, and. You know, hit all sorts of fun traffic and then side roads and whatnot. And it takes about 30 to 40 minutes, but it's only 13 miles. <laughs> That's weird. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, downtown. You know. yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially the time of day, probably. Yeah. 
So <clears> that's <throat> the route I've been taking, actually. Really? The yeah. downtown one? Yep. Huh. Because 13 miles compared to 24 miles. But that's all the starting and stopping. But I have spent 12 years driving 100 miles a day plus. Right. Yeah. And uh, it has taken some toll. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I figured out it's not the length of the drive or the, the time length of the drive that bothers me. It is, it is just, you know, the tedium and the repetitiveness of, of the, the highway drive. driving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I get to stop and uh, look at some weird buildings That's occasionally true. on this there, way. Yeah. There's some cool buildings downtown. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure some oddball characters walking across the oh, crosswalks. Yeah. 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 It's not like I'm in downtown that long. You know, right. It's just a couple miles while I'm there. And then I'm just, you know, off of some, uh, some other roads. Right. You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Well, that's the, the drive and the job. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you found something that you're digging. Yeah, it is. It is not uh, not anything like I have ever worked at before. Right. Uh, and, uh, and it's 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 also not a place that anybody would uh, ever assume that I would ever work at. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's a strip club. <laughs> no, we would assume you'd work there. Just uh, okay. Yeah, you know, like taking the money at the door. Or right, something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big guy. I would you could scare probably people. be that yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, I guess what what would be the one place that you wouldn't expect me to ever work at um, where I'm currently working? Uh, no, that would be it. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. I don't think there's a different job. <laughs> Maybe if you said like, like I only, I like. Maybe like if I train Olympians to run faster, <laughs> maybe <laughs> that'd be up there. But fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, I'm not gonna get into it. Right, not here. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I. I spewed a lot about my old job uh, when I was there. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, for some reason, I feel the need to not talk about right. this one. Well, yeah, give us some time. Yeah, that, too, that too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a new relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope it continues to go well. I hope so as well. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Otherwise, uh, there was a comic show this past weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah we, were, we were, yeah, we tended... I exhibited on behalf of Mavericks. And I exhibited on behalf of uh, Heartland Federal Credit Union. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you did them proud. Yes, I did. Like, boy, look at his bank account shrink. <laughs> Good job, Eric. It was, it was a decent show. It was like, um, it was busy in the morning when we were there. And uh, we sold a lot of stuff for a couple hours. And then it kind of like, drastically switched after that to just like a like people were just kind of milling around and talking yeah. and looking at stuff but we didn't really sell a whole lot after the first couple hours there yeah i showed up it was around like one thirty, two o'clock when mm-hmm. i got there because because i had to sleep because uh, i have my second job that I, I work on the weekends uh as an olympian trainer yes running yep training. yeah 
Yeah, I'll talk about that one all day long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we train at night, and that's why I have to sleep during the day. Well, sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Less people out and about so you can run freely. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah I showed up, and, uh, like, yeah, you had told me that it had slowed down significantly, and uh, our friend uh, Matt Brassfield was there, and uh, I talked to him briefly, and, like, all he did was just complain about how the show wasn't good, and he didn't buy anything, even though... I think he wound up buying like forty dollars worth of dollar books, right? <laughs> that's his his, his version of not buying anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, all I found were these forty werewolf books. It's like kind of a dead show. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I found a couple books that like I've been looking for for quite a while, you know, and then some various bins. And I think. I figured out that I can't go to those shows like with a list. Oh yeah, and, and yeah. say this is what I'm looking right. for. Unless you have like a crazy, crazy big list that's super varied. Right, right. Then you might find a couple of things. Right, but and I do for the most part. But like mm-hmm. it's like not organized or anything like that. Yeah. Like I I ran into uh, when when I was looking at a, a you know one of the vendors there uh this girl had like this binder like i mean it was like a thick fucking binder and every page had a color thumbnail of every issue of whatever it was she was looking oh, for oh wow <laughs> so she would like recognize the covers and everything. yeah wow so she would uh God. like and I mean, I mean, it's a binder, so it takes up like you know the width of like two long boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and then you know, so she's got it on its side, and she's like flipping it like a calendar, right? You know, and, and so like I'm just trying to like shuffle through long boxes, and you know, I gotta wait for her to, you know, get through it. And for some reason, I don't know why. Like usually when I go long box diving, like I try to just like stay away from people yeah okay. as i do in re- oh, yeah. the rest of my life sure. <laughs> but this was a very small table and like there was me that girl and her dad <laughs> we got you know, something uh and like some other guy like all trying to cram into like these five long boxes <laughs> and like her binder was taking up two of them at a time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was annoying, but, uh, that's crazy. I've never thought to, I the amount of like color ink you would use. It's right. Like, yeah. Wouldn't it be cheaper just to buy those books on eBay for full price? To, sure. For sure. To dollar dive or, you know, do what I do and have an app on your phone that, uh, also shows you what the covers look that's like. true. For the most part. Yeah. 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 For the most part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, like, you know, I've got that app and it's got like my wish list and the stuff that I'm looking for. And, uh, but you know, yeah, I I don't go into the show like saying, okay, this is exactly what I'm going to find. You know, like I'm looking through a long box and if I happen to see a book that's like, I think that's one that I need. Right. You know, then I grab it then double check on my phone. Yeah, to make sure that I don't already have it. Because 
dumb guy here has bought multiples of That's the worst shit. shit. That's the worst when you're like, ah, I found this for only a dollar. Right. You buy it and then you realize you have it at home that you paid cover price for it. So you really paid $5 for it instead of. Yeah. 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 That's that's always bad. Yeah. But yeah, I found, you know, just a handful of stuff that I've been looking for, uh, you know, that I just have not been able to find anywhere else. So, so as far as I'm concerned, it was a good show. Yeah, it was, it was all right. I didn't look around that much because, um, like I said, we were busy early on and later on I let Neil look around because he was actually looking for some things. And, uh, the, I looked at a bunch of dollar boxes and I didn't find anything at all. Like I, like I saw like a thing here too, there. I was like, oh, that looks okay for a dollar. I might read that, but I've got plenty to read, but there was nothing I was excited about. Right. Um, so I spent one dollar while I was there on potato chips and that was all I bought because, uh, <laughs> our friend Pete had a group of barbecue chips. He's not our friend. Yeah, he's my friend. He's your friend. My, or at least my acquaintance. I mean, I've never like hung out with him outside of a work setting, but yeah. um, he, he is of no relationship to me whatsoever, <laughs> other than a guy I occasionally buy reluctantly a comic from. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 all right. I don't mind the Pete, but uh. Yeah, I just couldn't find anything I wanted. Like, there was even one guy's bin that had, uh, um, they had a bunch of old magazines for a dollar each. Like, some old, like, Howard the Duck magazines and Rampage and Hulk. And, like, it's pretty good for a dollar, but I just, I don't really want them. Right. And I was looking, he had a bunch of comics journals. And I was slipping through those, but there was, like, the only one I even thought about buying, there was a 80s Frank Miller one. And I was like, well, that might be interesting because, like, that's, like, the time period I really like. Frank Miller, a lot. sure, but I was like, ah, I don't. I, As you should, yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't really need to read that, though, yeah. so I passed on it. But yeah, it was, it was okay. It was yeah. an okay show. Yeah, yeah, I found some stuff, some weird stuff that you know, like I picked up just because it was like, hey, it's a dollar, you know, or you know, uh, that the 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 namesake of the show's table, uh, the Jim and Dan uh, table. Oh yeah. They were having a deal where, like, if you bought $15, or if you bought $15 books, they would give it to you for $10. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, and I think, like, if you bought, like, 50 they would give it to you for, like, $30, something like that. Uh, so, you know, I started flipping through their boxes, and I found some stuff, and I was just like, well, I'm clearly going to try to find at least 15 books then. You know? Right. Might as well. If you're that close. Yeah. So I found some, you know, weird stuff. Like there was uh, an old early 90s, late 80s book called Futurama. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I think it was Slave Labor. Wow. And uh, no relation to the show. Nothing to do with the show. Yeah. Huh. I've never heard of that. But it had sort of a... Uh, you remember that uh, Terminal City comic from uh, yeah the, Dean the, Motter yeah yeah kind of re- yeah it had like a Dean Motter sort of vibe to it huh uh, like mixed with that. like uh, the old uh, German movie Metropolis okay uh, hmm. like just just like sexy robot ladies and just like weird like just very noir and Art Deco like art style. Yeah. But there was no no suicide booths or no, or no yeah, mom's no. Uh, whatever products cookies yeah, yeah. Mom's cookies, yeah. 
Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't. I don't remember that. Yeah. It's it's weird. There's it's a three issue series. They had two of them, so I bought those. Uh, also, that reminds me, at uh, my second job at the hotel uh, on the weekends, Sci-Fi Channel shows like seven episodes of Futurama at like midnight. Oh, that's great! And so that's pretty much what I watch when I'm at work. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the the crown jewel, of course, of what I found was. Uh, the Rock and Roll Comics Encyclopedia Metallica. That's awesome. Uh, it's a trade paperback with like four issues of uh, rock and revolutionary comics, uh, rock and roll comics. It has Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Motley Crue, and Def Leppard. That's all you need. Yeah. They're the monsters of rock. <laughs> and uh, and as I, I showed you, uh, I was flipping through it the other day. Yeah. It I feel like, because we reviewed the, that documentary yeah. about rock and roll comics. I don't think they mentioned that. I I don't know. Like it feels familiar. Really? It yeah. Didn't, it didn't to me. Yeah. Yeah. But the uh, the Guns N' Roses comic that's reprinted in that book, drawn by Stuart Eimanen. Right. Uh, mostly famous for every fucking thing else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember seeing his name on that. I've read that book. But, I mean, I think the last time I read it, I didn't know who he well, was. sure, but, yeah. But still, because that came out in, like, 90 or something, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, late 80s, early 90s. Well, the trade came out in 90. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and, and, obviously, it's a vastly different style. Oh, yeah. Like, like I, mean, I was flipping through it, and there's, like, okay, I can see the beginnings of what Stuart Ivanen became. Right. Like, just... Yeah, like snippets. Yeah, there was like one. Yeah, the panel you sent actually had the credits. Like I, I was like, okay, maybe. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I, I mean, I have that single issue, the Guns N' Roses one. I think that's the only one I actually own. And, oh. uh, and uh, yeah, I had no idea yeah. that that it was him. So I've got the Poison issue. I, I mean, at one time I had <laughs> a lot of them, but I actually found that Guns N' Roses one in a dollar box. I think like last year or yeah, something. Okay. So I bought it. I mean, because cause Poison is like your second favorite band. <laughs> They're my first. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have the word Melvin tattooed on my body. That is true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, I, I remember the Poison comic not being that great. I remember I really liked. There was an Anthrax one I thought was pretty good, mm-hmm. and I remember liking the Guns N' Roses one, but. Um, yeah, the poison one. I just remember it not being that interesting. Maybe the people that did it weren't real into poisons. So they didn't like it's possible, you know, yeah. spice it up at all. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah that's the best. All the Stuart I'm in, and, and he so is like one of my top five favorite comic artists mm-hmm. ever. And, and the fact that like I just randomly picked up this book mostly just for the laughs of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, I mean, I like Metallica. Yeah, for a dollar. Yeah. Sure, yeah, <clears throat> less than a dollar, really. I mean, you okay? You having a heart attack? My, uh, my, my burrito is coming back to haunt me. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's heartburn. Yeah, <clears throat> but we're getting old. That's it's, what happens. That is true. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't tell the story about the the day I decided to organize my DVDs and. Uh, severely fucked up my leg because I was sitting on the floor for more than an hour. Yeah, right? <laughs> what is happening to us? 
Bodies are a piece of shit. <laughs> At least our auras inside will live on forever. That's true. Hmm. Fucking hippie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good show. Yeah. Good, decent show. Yeah, it's fun. Decent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've definitely walked. I mean, you know, I didn't have the funds that I would normally have usually at a show like this, but yeah, I mean I still spent my budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and nothing that I needed. Well everything that I wanted. There's real no there's really unfortunately, I as much as I hate to admit it, there's no comics that we need. It's uh, yeah. <clears throat> but but still, yeah. No. no, I that that is sort of a motto that I, I use a lot is that, you know, especially when I see people bitching about, like, certain things, like movies especially. Right. It's like, there's... We don't need these things. You know, we can like them and we can want them, but nobody needs... I mean, I guess they provide a service that... that service you need, but... Um, but it, you could get that escapism or that sort of brief, you know... Uh, Segue from the relentless punish, relentless punishing, uh, you know, circumstances of life. You could get that from a book or a walk or whatever, uh, you know, smoke a crack under the the freeway, whatever, whatever you're into. Yeah, Yeah. but it's all good. Yeah, yeah, all those things are great. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, you don't specifically need any of them. You you, You know, you could walk. You could go pet a cat. Yeah. Which I do. Yeah, you do that. It's free. And then I get sad when I have to leave. Oh, man, I am worried about you. Um, I'm having some some esophagus pain. Uh, well, then I guess I'll I'll uh, I'll leave my Superman story for for just a private conversation. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to hear that sometime. Yeah, uh, I've heard of Superman. I want to hear what his story is. Yeah, well, uh, he was, uh, I guess I could tell it really quick. Sure. Uh, he, he was born on the planet Krypton. Okay. Uh, it was about to explode. The planet was? The planet was. Okay. Uh, his dad, uh, just tried to make an effort to save his, uh, his son and, uh, sent him off in a rocket ship where he crash landed on Earth and he had powers and he became Superman. That's great. After he was raised by a kindly, uh, farming couple. That was some foresight on his papa's, uh, part there. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I could shoot a build a rocket ship to shoot onto another planet. Yeah. Especially yeah. like in a, you know, d- a deadlines type situation. Sure, like sure. Yeah. You know, both the birth of your child and the Earth exploding. Uh, they're, they're, they're co-mingling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's some pressure. That is a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, I guess you probably could try to build a rocket, but then, you know, you never really know if it succeeded right? or not. Yeah, what if it didn't? Yeah. What if it just spun right back to the yeah. burning world? Or if he just, what if it did work enough to just shoot his kid out into space and then just kind of fizzle? He's eaten by space leopards. Space leopards or just, you know, just, uh, there's a faulty, there's a crack in the hull, which just causes him to just die in the vacuum of space. Or you know how kids are, he's fumbling around around with shit. He hits a button and like the whole canopy raises up. Right, yeah. Just freezes to death instantaneously. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, that's that's another thing. Like, is he just going to expect little Cal L to just uh, sit still in this rocket ship <laughs> right? for however long it takes? Maybe he didn't put a release on the out, on the inside, it's just on the outside. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully, he packed some some food in there. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, some, some water. Yeah. Right. Milk. They didn't give him. You didn't yeah. figure that part out, I guess. And can you just imagine, like, just how full of shit that oh, rocket was God. when it finally landed? <laughs> it probably smelled horrible. <laughs> well, good thing you landed on a farm where it smells like shit all the time. Exactly. <laughs> just mom, pop, can't are used to that. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, I'm, my pants are full of shit right now. <laughs> uh, and then Clark Kent grew up and joined FarmersOnly.com. Yeah. Because he don't want to be lonely. <laughs> Uh, oh, DC, hire us. They should. <laughs> we'll get rid of those ads. We'll hook you up with Farmers Only. Uh, shit Baby Story, Space Leopards, uh, Jeff Johns. You're fired. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> what else might be awesome is the book I was thinking about picking. Okay. Uh, I don't know because I have not read it yet. Alrighty. So maybe it sucks. Um, it's called Oh Killstrike. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? It's, Never uh, heard of it. You want me to tell you who it's by? Please. Uh, Max Bemis or Bemis? Ooh, okay. And, um, hold and, on. And Logan Farber. Okay. Far, far, yeah. Far, 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 Mike Vito. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Just, like, I mean, is Max Bemis, like, I know he's written some other comics, but isn't he also, like, the dude from Fallout Boy or oh, I have some no other idea. terrible fucking pop punk band? I actually have no idea. I've never read anything by the person. I've heard the name, but I don't know. I think he did. Doesn't he do Rumble? Is that him? No. Okay. No, no, no. I have no, no idea. That is John Arcudi and... A couple of other artists. Okay. Then I honestly have no idea who Max Bemis or well, Bemis is. I think he's like the singer of like one of the world's shittiest pop punk bands. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like well, like a recent pop punk band, so you know they're super shitty. Huh. Okay. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah? Yeah. You, you, but it, like it's enough that it makes me question wanna, whether wanna, I want to read it oh, or not. Okay. Like, like I feel <clears throat> I've used the veto already. Oh, I'm sure you've used one or two over the years. He's looking it up right now. Yes, I am. Max Bemis. And I'm looking up my second pick, just in case. (laughs) Have you heard of Max Bemis, listener? (laughs) So, Max... Maxim Adam Bemis. So, there's a strike against him right there. He didn't name himself. We've went over this. People don't name themselves. Uh, he was in a band called Say Anything. Hmm. And also sings alongside Chris Conley in the supergroup Two Tongues. Chris Conley from the ministry? No. I believe uh, he is uh, Bright Eyes? That's... Uh, Colin Oberst or something. Okay. Oh, this is, uh, he's the singer from Saves the Day. Oh. Now I want to veto it. 
Wait a minute. Oh, this guy's not in Save the Day. No, this guy is at Say Anything. I don't know what that is. I, other than a John Cusack movie, I think. He, he's pop punk indie rock and emo. What's not to love? It's okay. You can veto. I'll tell you how you know great. What? I'll tell you how great that book was. I'm not gonna veto it. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna. Okay. Oh, Killstrike. Oh, Killstrike. I still don't know what the fuck that is, but all right. Yeah. Sure. All right. So read along, listener. If is you... it like oh, as in like oh, like, brother, where art thou? Or is it <laughs> oh, as in oh, kill strike? Uh, it's it. I think it's more like oh, kill strike. Okay. Okay, I'm on board. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I should. I should have. You should have said it that way. Yeah, it that yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. O H comma. Kill strike. Okay. Exclamation mark. <laughs> uh, who published that thing? Question mark. I'm gonna now put in all the punctuation. Okay. Where it goes. <laughs> um, I honestly don't remember. I just bought the trade once. Yeah. So. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Cool. That's what we'll do. Not, not excited, but I'll 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 read it. All right. Clearly, I don't own it. Oh, I do. All I right. got it. I just have not read it yet, so I will check it out. But yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes it turns out okay when a sure. person from a band writes the thing. Like, Gerard Way. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Opening the doors for everyone. Yep. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I still probably will never read any of those... Uh, ah, the fuck is that band? Um the Carpenters? No, I don't mean I would definitely. I would probably read a Carpenters comic. Um, ah, fuck. They, they put out like all those like concept albums. Uh, Pink Floyd? No. Uh, Coheed and Cambria. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't want to read any of their fucking comics. Okay. Amory Wars. Or yeah. 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 Fuck okay. all that. I don't, I don't care how many Tony Moore covers they get on there. Right. Not, not, not doing that. Not, not Fuck Coheed and Cambria. What if, like, what if, like, Huey Lewis started writing tarot? Would you write, Would you read that? I want to read tarot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am not joking. Yeah. I, like, it has for years been something that I kind of have wanted to pick for right. the show. I wouldn't like to like in a way like like it's got to be so bad that it's great, right? I mean, that's what it looks like, but I'm that's I, what I'm hoping it is. But I know he's actually kind of a decent cartoonist. I don't yeah, know. I mean, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Maybe well, I mean, good. like 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 you know, like Sean Gordon Murphy is like an amazing artist yeah. and wrote this kind of mediocre Batman story. Yeah, you know, Jim Ballant is a pretty good, you know girly artist yeah. probably is just a shitty comic story probably but hopefully in a way that is just like you know entertaining exactly yeah. that's what i'm hoping if, that may, may, if you, maybe, maybe i'll look for a trade at a library sometime. yeah because yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna buy that no god yeah that's the other part i don't yeah. want to spend money plus you don't want to be the guy like hey look that guy just bought the tarot trade right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean maybe Okay, like if I go on Amazon, oh, and it's like two dollars less. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
you know, like like that one book that I bought for a penny that actually turned out to be pretty great. Right. Like if yeah. I could find tarot for a penny, like a trade paperback of tarot for a penny, I'm one thousand yeah, percent on board. I'd probably pay a penny. Yeah, yeah. Maybe upwards of a nickel. All right. So that's our goal. Yeah. Is sometime before we end the podcast, we're gonna end good, tarot. We'll read a tarot trade. Yes. But now we're gonna read. Oh, kill shot. Kill strike. Strike. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> Nothing I like about this at all. <laughs> well, well, hopefully we'll enjoy it. I hope so, too. Alrighty. Well, that's been fun. I'm going to go take some antacids. Yeah. yeah. And maybe some cough drops. Yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to stay up for seven more hours. Oh, that sounds terrible. It's midnight. Is it really? This is Almost. like the latest I've been up in a long time. Yeah. No, like a week or two. Yeah. But since, since drawing night. Right. Yeah. 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 Which tonight is supposed to be drawing night. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. It's yeah. not gonna, yeah. I mean, I will. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Because I've got to stay up for some more hours. Right. Yeah. Well, good luck. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Gutter Trash.